When I moved not long ago, I discovered my forgotten Bible, a bar mitzvah present, the only thing I took with me when I deserted the home of my youth for 40 years in the desert. I leafed through the book. Some pages were stuck together as in a classified secret. Cain, of course, is still murdering his brother. For every murder, two other brothers sprout up in the field. Goliath puts away his armor and takes a lunch break from his eternal battle with the little Israelite. The Philistine's head is already adorned with rubber bullets, like kinky curls. The first astronaut, Elijah, shoots up in a storm to heaven in a regular launch. Locally made UFOs sail in Ezekiel's heavens. I continued skimming. The pages were already blackened with blood. Gory wars that continue on their own. Only the sins remain like white stains. Prophets disappear from the book to prophesize far away. Kings have escaped to the diaspora. Angels have flown back to the caves of the firmament. From his sofa, God sadly ascended and turned out our light. Asherbrake, Cain is still murdering his brother. Cain sits in the lighthouse, phosphorus grenade in hand. In his present, a second Cain awaits. In the future, Lena watches. Genesis 4 Now Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother, Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not well, sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. One day Cain said to his brother, Let's go out into the fields. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother and killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, Where is your brother, Abel? I don't know, Cain responded. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground produce good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, My punishment is too great for me to bear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord replied, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Erod, and Erod begot Mahujael, and Mahujael begot Methusael, and Methusael begot the Lamech. Then the Lamech took for himself two wives. The name of the Lord was Enoch, and the name of the sixth was Zillah. Cain hesitates. He tells the off-screen cameraman, when you get out of here, you f*** 
find Lena. Cameraman, off screen, I will. Cut to Lena, second five, and this makes no sense to her. She shakes her head, takes a step back. Lena, no. Kane cannot pull that pin in the past inside the shimmer because she has seen him outside the shimmer, except some part of her knows it is possible. She has seen mutated flowers, mutated gators, seen a bear screaming in the voice of Cash Shepard, her own blood changing at the cellular level, and Radix sprouting leaves and then apparently becoming a plant. Normal is no longer a thing within the shimmer, and the shimmer is expanding. Lena takes a breath. Back to Kane's second seven. Kane pulls the pin on the grenade, and he tosses the pin aside. There's a soft, quick ticking, the script says, like a wristwatch by your ear. Kane gazes directly at the camera, unafraid. Kane, five, four. Kane looks down at the grenade. His hand shifts so now he holds it firmly with his right hand and his left moves to support it below. He looks back up. Three, two. The next moment, the script says, the grenade detonates. A blinding white flame, as if Kane is suddenly holding the sun in his lap. A high-pressure rush of noise lighting up like phosphorus. The body fragments. It causes skin to melt away from the bone and can break down a victim's jawbone, explains the Daily Mail, 8th February 2021. Quote, The white phosphorus, known in Vietnam as Willie Peat, is still used by sections of the world's military. Similar to napalm, the chemical substance is used in shells and grenades, igniting spontaneously at around 30 degrees Celsius to produce an intense heat and thick pillars of smoke. Weapons experts warn that when used as an incendiary, it can result in painful chemical burns, injuries which can often prove fatal. Further problems are caused because the substance can stick to clothing or on the skin and continues to burn unchecked as particles are exposed to air. Experts at U.S. Military Information Service GlobalSecurity.org claim skin injuries caused by the substance are often deep and painful. The burns usually are multiple, deep, and variable in size. The solid in the eye produces severe injury. The particles continue to burn unless deprived of atmospheric oxygen, it states in notes on the weapon. These weapons are particularly nasty because white phosphorus continues to burn until it disappears. If service members are hit by pieces of white phosphorus, it could burn right down to the bone. End quote. Additionally, a CDC document regarding white phosphorus explains, quote, White phosphorus particles can burn on the surface of the skin or penetrate deep into the tissues when carried on shrapnel particles. Local destruction of tissues continues as long as white phosphorus is exposed to oxygen. White phosphorus smoke with a garlic odor is characteristic of white phosphorus burns. High mortality rates seen following white phosphorus burns can be due to its absorption from the burned surface, which may result in multi-organ failure, mainly liver and kidneys, hyperphosphaturnia, hypocalcemia, and electrocardiogram abnormalities. End quote. That Kane dies in this manner is not simply a matter of U.S. soldiers carrying such grenades but also that Kane is not simply killing himself. He can do that with a bullet. He is destroying this version of himself to make room for the new one, scrubbing away more of himself than a bullet to the brain would. Also, as the script describes the explosions as being like Kane is holding the sun, it should be noted that dying stars produce new elements. John Gribben and Roger Taylor explain in New Scientist, 16th December 1989, quote, for more than 30 years, astronomers have believed that most of the elements with a greater mass than helium come from nuclear reactions inside stars, mainly through explosions of stars as supernovae. According to this picture, 
Every element except hydrogen and helium has been manufactured inside stars and then scattered across the universe in stellar explosions. The carbon and oxygen that are essential to life as we know it, the steel sheet of which our cars are made, the silicon and the chips inside our computers, and the uranium and plutonium that power our nuclear reactors and bombs are all, literally, stardust. End quote. The cosmos is also within us. We're made of star stuff. We are a way of the cosmos to know itself. Melanie McLean explains on Let's Talk Science, 23rd July 2019, quote, The initial explosion of a supernova has so much energy that it can split atoms apart at the core, sending protons and neutrons flying into the universe. In the moments following the explosion, these particles crash into each other with enough energy to fuse back together. Light elements continue colliding with protons and neutrons in this way, constantly growing larger and larger. This process, which is similar to nuclear fusion, is called nucleosynthesis. The nucleosynthesis that occurs during the explosion of a supernova produces elements with a higher atomic number than iron, which cannot be created by nuclear fusion. When the first stars died out this way, brand new elements, including gold, were formed. Eventually, those elements ended up here on Earth. End quote. Initially, we can scarcely see Kane's shape through the glow. Then it dims slightly, starting to burn itself out. The script says we see his blackened shape bend, fall forwards onto the sun. But he does not fall. We have already seen his burned corpse in the present, still sitting there. Catalina, second 20, watching her husband burn. Denial, bargaining, so much on Lena's face, though Portman plays it low-key. A couple of moments pass. Back to Cain, second 24, like Buddha sitting in a lotus flower, but made of starlight. Lion's Roar, Buddhist Wisdom for Our Time, explains, 17th January 2018, quote, Because the lotus grows in muddy water, it symbolizes the purity of enlightened mind arising amidst the suffering of samsara. It also represents non-attachment, as it is rooted in mud, attachment, and desire. But its flowers blossom on long stalks, unsullied by the mud below. The white lotus represents mental purity and spiritual perfection. The flower stages of growth represent different stages on the path to enlightenment. A closed bud symbolizes the time before enlightenment, while a fully bloomed lotus represents full enlightenment. End quote. 
The flare continues to die down. Then, the cameraman walks forward, stepping into frame. It's our first ever view of him. His back is to us. He gazes at the hunched charcoal figure as it continues to blaze with the fierce white light. Lena, second 32. She knows who this is. She knows what this means. She mutters to herself. Back to Keen and his Abel, second 34. He turns his head, and in the etched light of the phosphorus, we see his face. It's Kane. Second 38, Lena. Staring at the small screen on the camera, which remains frozen on King's face. Kristen Grady points out, on the Infinite Eleven, 1st December 2020, quote, She screams in horror not at Kane's death, which was obvious before he pulled the pin, but at the image of his doppelganger moving in front of the camera after. End quote. She does not scream, but it does feel like a bigger reaction than before. She shuts the screen on the camcorder and backs up. Lena whispers. The script says her eyes flick to the blackened heap under the scorch marks, now able to make sense of the shape. But that shape made sense before, as an unidentified person. It simply makes more sense now. Second 44, the burned cane at left, blurry camcorder center frame, pile of military equipment at right, overgrown by the root vines of the lighthouse. Kane's head is tilted back, a darkened skull looking up for something. Back to Lena, second 46. She is interrupted by a sound, a distorted scream, echoed and distant, as if having passed through passages and chambers. Female, Dr. Ventress. And it is faint, but maybe she cries for help. And it sounds a little like the bear. And then it sounds like a bird. In the script, it's coming from the torn up floorboards, the tunnel that leads into the bedrock. Lena looks to where the floorboards have been pulled up, to the tunnel entrance and the soft blue-green light. But the film's lighthouse has no floorboards, only a circular hole surrounded by those rude fine structures like a nest built around darkness. Second 50, we are on that hole. Second 54, Lena, in something like a reverse. Now from her right, the camcorder in front of her, the lighthouse door beyond. Lena walks toward the sound, the hole, the darkness, and time runs out for this minute. We spoke. What was it we said? Wordlessly watching, he waits. By the window and wonders at the empty place inside. Your choice.
situation is all we are. Annihilation.